When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Google Cureleaf PA or stop by one of our 18 locations across the Commonwealth. This is the Blue White Breakdown. The premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown. Brought to you by Penn Live. Here are your hosts, Bob Flounders and David Jones. And a one and a two, Dave Jones. It's the Blue White Breakdown. I think this is a good time of year. Uh, we're still we're still in May. I get it, but. Uh, the win, the projected win totals is something you can gamble on uh, right now for all of your favorite college football teams. Um, DraftKings is the is the site we're going to use, but I thought it would be fun to take a look at the projected win totals for Penn State and its two biggest rivals, I think, in the Big Ten, Michigan and Ohio State, and just see, Dave, if you, if you had a if you had a thousand bucks to bet on the win total going over or under for each program. What would you do? Because I think this is the way that they're set up. I think it's a little bit of a it's it's a little bit of a challenge because you so, don't know how the thing's going to play out when these guys collide. Yeah, I'm doing this at real time because I very frankly I haven't looked at either the Ohio State or Michigan schedule yet. So I right. both up. Well, uh, why don't I just while you're looking at them, why don't I just why don't we just go through them and I'll just read them off to you? Okay. Okay. I'll uh, we'll start that with way. Michigan. That way. The, what are we starting with Michigan? Yeah. So we're going to start with Michigan. The total for them. Is ten no, 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 don't tell me. Don't tell me the total. No, 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 Dave. You have to know so you can make your bet. Well, what I'm going to do is try to okay. guess the total, and that'll be my bet. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So they open the the non-conference schedule is going to be kind once again to Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines. They no open, kidding. Look at this. Look at they, this. They, they open September second against East Carolina at home. <laughs> Let's just throw it all in the in the pot here. East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Yeah, of course, all at home. They're not taking the trip to Vegas. Uh, that's just pathetic. That's <laughs> and then and then they open the Big Ten at home with Rutgers at yeah. Nebraska. Could it be any easier to start? I mean, that's... how dare you say that about my Huskers? But fine, fine, Dave, fine. I guess that could down. be. But 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 they're going to have a whole month to yeah iron out all the fine two things. Yeah, you gotta pick them at Nebraska. So that's five and zero right out of the gate. Um, Dave, Dave, did you see? Uh, <clears throat> I don't think you saw, but it's it's so bad for Nebraska that uh, the number one recruit in the in the twenty twenty four class, the quarterback, the five star quarterback Dominic Rayola, who is the uh, set this. It's the son of the center that played at Nebraska that was mm-hmm. an All American. I think his name's Dominic. Maybe it's mm-hmm. Dominic. Anyway, he he did not pick Nebraska. He took he 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 decommitted from Ohio State. And he's going to Georgia. Shocking. I did Who not see that. Program? I did Who not see that. Are we, are we that old that Riola's kid is going to college? Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's kind yeah. of scary. Not, not great for Matt Riola. So you're saying they're going <laughs> to – you're telling me 
Dave. I don't see how they can't roll to five and zero. Oh, you okay? are telling me they're going to wipe out East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, <laughs> Rutgers, and then they're going to win in Lincoln. Is that what you're telling me? You're on record on on saying this. You, yeah, are you prepared to really back this up? Yeah. Then at Minnesota, so Pep Boy is going to be all cranked up for that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's back just, to back road games in the Big Ten. I'm just going to put true. That, that is true. And they don't have any. Uh, they Could don't be have a any, night game. It smells like a Big Ten Network night game to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and let's just move through it. Indiana at Michigan State, which is always mm-hmm. a a uh, a dog fight. If you look at their last five games, Dave, it's not a picnic. It's not. It depends, but they've they've got a very well well placed bye week. October twenty eight couldn't be any better. Correct. They get it after Michigan State, so they get a nice rest there before Purdue. Mm-hmm. They're they're not. They shouldn't be beaten up to come to to Beaver Stadium. Mm-hmm. And they've got a veteran quarterback. I I kind of like this schedule. Of course, they have Ohio State at home. I'm yeah. going to say the uh, over under is ten. So you're going under ten and a half. Oh, I'm going under then ten. Okay. So you, you're looking at you're you're looking right now at them at being ten and two best case. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go under the ten and a half. I didn't hear that you said ten and a half. Yeah, it's ten and a, it is ten I, and a half. So I, I very nearly said ten and a half. So when you look at the schedule, uh, I don't see any potential trip ups except for Minnesota and Penn State. I not I buying the rivalry a, thing at Michigan State anymore. I think they've got. I think they've got Ohio State's number, and. Michigan State's going to be rebuilding a little bit. I just and the the so the schedule is so well spaced out. I mean, before Michigan State, they got Indiana, which is really sideways at this point. They mm-hmm. got Indiana between at home between at Minnesota at Michigan State. That's nice. They do have three road games in four weeks. There, yep. The last one being Michigan State. But I like the fact that Indiana at home is before at Michigan State. And then they got another bye week at just the right time there. I, I what um, about the what about looking ahead to Ohio State and forgetting about at Maryland after playing at Penn State? You buying any of that? What I'm saying is Michigan's got to play at Penn, Penn State, State and then they get Ohio State in two weeks at home, the rivalry game. And the, but in between, they got to go to Maryland. Yeah, that's a trap game. That is. Yeah. So I think, I, I mean, <laughs> I've always felt that Maryland is a bad matchup for Michigan because they're not physical enough. I'm not worried about that too much. Like Maryland almost beat Ohio State one year because they can run they with Ohio beat them State. Two, they almost beat them last year, too. Yeah, they, they can run with Ohio State. Michigan, I think, only beat Maryland by seven at home. Last that was year. not a, really a close game. It wasn't, okay. it wasn't as close as the score. All right. What about, what about, uh, anyway, what Michigan, about was, Michigan was sleepwalking in that game and they could have. Uh, that that is not a legitimate indication of what the game was. I mean, it was never it was never in doubt. How about at Minnesota early? Not early in the year, but you know, you know it's what I'm saying. The first, it's the first legitimate game. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't be very much uh, too much easier than than what they got. I mean, they got they didn't. Purdue is changing coaches mm-hmm. to a guy who's never been a head coach before. Correct. I mean, what I look at in these schedules is who'd you get from the other division? And they got at Nebraska. That's enough. That's enough. You're really piling it on. Yeah. And at Minnesota is the one. 
Chester, but it's not like going to Iowa. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty good looking schedule. And I should have, I should have said 10 and a half. I I very nearly did. So that's Mm -hmm. a tough pick just because Michigan's been up for a couple years now. Yeah. I would stick with the under simply because somewhere something weird could happen. Like they could, they could maybe stumble at Nebraska or, or, they could certainly lose at Penn State, and they can always lose the Ohio mm. State game simply because it's such a talented team. Sure. But you yeah. know, that's a that's a very tough pick. I don't see how they can lose three games. Put it that way. In your mind, right now, it's it's ten and t- likely ten and two. Yeah. Uh, when you look at the Penn State game, young David Jones, uh, how big of a threat level is that for for Jimmy Harbaugh? Well, I love the run up. They got a buy and then Purdue at home. I mean, it couldn't be any better. They can get well from that three road games out of four stretch with Michigan State at the end of it. I yeah, I I think that's ideal. You know, they've they've been during during uh, during James's time. I think they've they've played four times at Penn State with lesser teams. Some of them were lesser, and all the games have been very competitive. So even that fifteen game. Where they beat the, you know, they just beat up poor Christian Hackenberg. That was like 28-16, and it took a, I think, a fumbled punt to, for them to separate. That was a pretty good Michigan team. 2017, they lost. 2019, they lost. It was a good game. They were down 21-0, came all the way back. It was 28-21. They were driving at the finish, and it was almost tied up. And then even the 2021 game, uh, close game, they had to rally to win, but Penn State just couldn't pass protect, and Clifford got mauled. But I'm just my point is that it's it's always going to be it's, I can that game is going to be close I think I think it will be either way yeah but if you had to pick who are you who are you going to pick that's what we're doing here yeah well I'm, I'm going to say like I was going to I I am leaning in the direction of Penn State right now okay right. Um, but that doesn't mean that I wouldn't take the under <laughs> I still think they could lose to Ohio State and I still think like you said. The Minnesota game is potentially a game where I think, you know, I don't think Michigan on the road in the Big Ten is necessarily a lock. They've played some close games at Indiana. They've played some close games at Minnesota. Michigan State on the road won't be any fun. So I I just think that they're not quite the same team, except for when they what they did to Ohio State last year. Um, they 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 can kind of yeah, look there's, at there's that. <laughs> um, they can kind of look ahead. Even Rutgers, I think there was a year where I know that they blew up. Uh, I know they blew up Rutgers a couple times, but there was a game I think that went in, into overtime. But that might have been the COVID year when uh, they didn't really care that much. Yeah, I don't think that you throw. That I, I think that Penn State, uh, you know, could be very, very dangerous at home in that environment. It's probably almost. It's, it's probably going to be a day game, right? A noon kick, but Ohio State, Penn State. I'd even throw Minnesota in there. I can't. I can't buy my Huskers, Dave. I think that I would probably lean. It really depends for me. It depends on whether I think they can beat Ohio State for a third straight year, right? To me, that's I, yeah. And I, I, I really don't see that as. I see that as maybe the third toughest game on the schedule. I do. Yeah, I know. And Ohio State. When we get to Ohio State, they're they're certainly replacing some quality players, but they do they do have a and they they do recruit very well. But yeah, I. I Michigan, think, buddy. I would, Michigan's I think I would got go, one. I think I would go under. I would. Oh, under Michigan's got one advantage here that neither Penn State or Ohio State do. Now, what is it? It's it's quite obvious. Wait, well, I didn't hear the part. The first part of it. Michigan has a a, a a substantial advantage in one position 
that Penn State and Ohio State do not because of one specific reason that the person playing that position has some experience. Right. The quarterback. You're talking yeah. about J.J. Yeah. And, Boy. and it, it's substantial, you know? It is. Yeah. It is. I just try. I hope he's I hope he's shaking off that TCU game, man, because no, he's going to by the time he plays Ohio State and Penn State, we'll know there's going to be a lot of a lot of playing time in between. Yeah. Um, and those, those I don't discount that uh, when when somebody pees yeah. the bed like he kind of did. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, two wets the bed. We'll accept wets the bed too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something you got to get over. Right. But he has time. It's not like he has at Penn State right out of the gate on September second. So, uh, I think that's that's better than yeah. something like that happening to him the, the year prior. And the, you know, at Michigan State in twenty twenty one, he had some problems. I mean, that was a real problem for them. Yeah. Yeah, um, he, he he made some mistakes and they lost at Michigan State. Um, if Michigan does disappoint a little bit this year, I think it's going to be the second half of the schedule. Clearly, that's going to get him. Like you yeah, said, first half of the schedule. We, first half of the schedule is really. They should be a confident bunch after the first five. Yeah, or that's when I look at this, and it's JJ McCarthy. Where we keep we keep yeah. talking about him and he, and we haven't even said his name, but sometimes I see a schedule like this and say, is it challenging enough early on? Are they getting ready for that Minnesota game in week six? So there's that too, but all things being equal, I'd rather ease in a team than, than hit them, hit them hard right out of the gate, which Penn state has this year. They've got three pretty challenging games, at least two in the first month. Correct. Um, so, so now we're going to Ohio State, right? We're going to the Buckeyes, Dave. We're going to go to the Buckeyes and let, like you, let's just going in. Obviously, the quarterback lose. They lose the quarterback. They lose their starting offensive tackles. They lose their center. Um, and the first thing, their defense really isn't exactly a huge difference maker anyway. So, I the mean, first, this, the first this thing is a vulnerable see, team. The first thing you see, they're vulnerable because I think they're questioning their method. And they haven't had to do that since before Urban Meyer. I mean, it's been a decade. Right. Um, when you lose to Michigan twice in two years, both home and away, which is necessary if you lose twice. Yeah, in they get, kind of get manhandled, too. Yeah, they well, got their they got their they took, they got their, their manhood taken. It took them <laughs> took a manhood. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. It, it, it's it's a problem. It is. All right, so the, first so the ball has opened about, in Bloomington, Dave. Not an easy game. I'm just kidding. It is an easy the, game. The first thing you notice about their schedule is they open up on the road, and I don't care if it is Indiana. It's still opening up on the road, and weird things can happen. Like Penn State 2020, right? And then, well, you know, Ohio State got a game there. Uh, when was that? That was three Well, last three, year. Three, well, yeah, last they struggled. They almost lost to Minnesota, I think, two years ago on the road. And then last year, I think they opened at home against Notre Dame. Uh, Jackson Smith in Jigba got pulled his hamstring and was never quite the same, but they couldn't score in that game. So now they got to go to Notre Dame. Yeah. And that's the other thing. They don't have just a run the table non-conference schedule. You got to go to Notre Dame. They're going to have to, talking about shaking stuff off, they're going to have to shake off the last two seasons against Michigan and play a legit non-conference game in September. Correct. Um, so I got to pick that as a loss. I do. And I'm going to Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. okay. 
Um, All right. So you have them starting three and zero at Indiana, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. September twenty uh, third, they're at Notre Dame. You're looking at an L. And then the next, the next thing, the next thing I see is we all know about Penn State and Columbus, but mm. I, I think Penn State can win that game if Drew Aller and the offensive line play up to their their potential. Here, they've got to protect him. He has to go into that game right. not cuffed up, not less than hundred percent, and and confident in his protection. If right. that, then they can they can go in there and win that game because I think well, that's only going to be the the second really legit game they've had. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and at State, Purdue before that, I just yeah, you're yeah, right. Purdue Purdue's Purdue's going right back in the dumper because <laughs> Jeff Brom did miracles with that program, and it is probably it, it's either them or Indiana. Even more so than Rutgers, they just there's there's a fan base in both of those places that just doesn't care about football that much. They don't, mm-hmm. and you're fighting that. It's like Penn State basketball, and it takes the right guy. And I don't know how they kept on him, kept kept him around as long as they did. Now he's back at his alma mater, Louisville. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be really tough for them. So that's not really a legit fight for Ohio State. Penn State's going to be their second good game. I mean, right. Indiana's going to be rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And then they got, this is the interesting part of their schedule. They got Penn State, even home, Penn State always gives them a good game. Penn sure. State is a good matchup for Ohio State because they always have speed. Then mm-hmm. right after that, they, they go to Camp Randall, who has a new coach who knows them quite well. <laughs> Luke, the Lukester, Luke Fickle, right? I Yeah, who you know is going to be loaded for bear for that game. That is a problem. That is a problem for for Ohio State. Braylon got, Allen is it? Braylon Allen, the big running back, is that his name? Braylon. Yeah, but he he got hobbled a little bit last year. Okay. Um, he, we we don't know how he's going to come back. They there's so many things we don't know, and they've got a pretty tough draw out of the West in that they have Purdue. Purdue is not a great team, but they're on the road on the road at Wisconsin and Minnesota right before. Michigan, Minnesota can win anywhere. They can they can win in Ohio Stadium. So it's a it's a quite a bit tougher schedule for Ohio State than it is for Michigan. I know the over under is going to be either ten or nine and a half. I know mm-hmm. it, and I know betters. This is the the opening line, right? Though the wise guys line, correct? This is like the opening betting line on most betting sites. If you want to yeah, bet it, okay, it just came out. It's just regular been, season games, no big that moved. So the wise guys have set this line. Um, you should tell people how lines are set. Uh, Nick Horvath told me this. I didn't know it until years ago. He told me how lines are set. Or it might have been Dick Girardi. I think you, it was Girardi. You know how they yeah. set lines and who decides? They're trying to get 50-50. They're trying to get half the money on one side, yeah, half who, the other. Who and they, live off, they live off the juice. Who decides? What people decide what the line is going to be? Well, I mean, are you talking about who sets the line initially? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they actually every I guarantee you DraftKings, every major casino has like one or two guys that do nothing but look at numbers and trends and all that stuff. And they come up with a line that they think they're going to get. But but Dick Girardi told me this and I didn't know this. They also bring in a couple of their all star betters. Mm-hmm. Ask them what they think. Yeah. And they settle on and say, OK, where, which way you bet that? Yeah. And, and before they actually set the line. And then if all the wise guys go one way, then they adjust the line that right. way. 
to see to see because like you said they want all the action split down the middle one side mm-hmm. the other side they do not want it 75 25 right because they could take a bath if they're right i think those guys wise guys still have an inordinate respect for ohio state so i'm gonna say even though i think it's a nine and a half i'm Go. gonna say they said 10 so i'm gonna say they said 10 and i'll go under it's 10 and a half and oh. it's yeah it's i'll definitely go under i'll definitely go under i feel right. much stronger about that than i do about michigan okay all right so so you so michigan 10 and a half under ohio state 10 and a half under oh. and that brings up i think well, let's talk about this a minute i i see that is what i'm talking about yeah i thought 10 would be inordinate respect for ohio state they haven't even been dissuaded by these two Michigan games. And I think they're significant because they were bullied in those games. Well, they, they could I, just be looking at the schedule, Dave, and thinking other than Michigan, I mean, they're eight and one against Penn State during Franklin's time in state college. So why would you, you know what I mean? They, they could look at that number as well. Well, Penn State's got a very physical Correct. team coming up. Correct. They've That's had huge leads and good teams before. And lost two, though. That's been that's been Ohio State's kryptonite. I mean, this is a trend. And then you're going into Camp Randall with a guy who, Luke Fickle, who had a tryout and in unfair circumstance in 2011. Oh, yeah, and, I forgot about failed. that. Correct. Yeah, yeah, man. This is an Ohio State guy. That is a brutal game. And I don't know that Wisconsin will be particularly – Good next year, but you know they're gonna they're gonna be physical. They're gonna mm-hmm. kick ass, and they've got to play that game immediately after Penn State. I I Ohio State has always had trouble the week after Penn State because that's always been a physical game for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a it's been a <laughs> oh Penn State can give them something an equal amount of both physicality, usually on the defensive line. You remember how the, the game they broke up and when was that? They they finally broke it up in the 20, 28-17 game. And yeah, yeah. Penn State was stoning them on the front line until until uh they they finally got who was it? It was Henderson that bu- yeah. busted down the sideline. Well that no, that was the 2021 game. That was the game that yeah, that was I think it was 33-24 was that game. Right, right. 33-24 game. Yeah, yep, but yep. Both of those games were kind of the same in that and in, in that Ohio State was a a big favorite. They were, yeah. They were, they're almost always at least fourteen. They were uh, minus nine. They were yeah. minus nineteen in both of those games, and yeah. Ohio State covered easily. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of been the trend. Penn State is much more physical than Ohio State expects, and yet they're fast enough to stay with their athletes. They're all. They've always been a tough matchup for Ohio State. But they don't need to cover. They just need to win. Yeah, but they're going to beat them up a little bit. Then they got beat them up. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The other and, and I, you're not. I, you I, haven't even mentioned it yet, Dave. Wisconsin doesn't have Graham Mertz to muck it up and blow it <laughs> in the red zone. Can, you forgot. You, 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 you buried the lead, Dave. Can't you leave him alone? Where did I he go? Arizona State. I forgot where he went. Went to Florida. He did. I he's forgot. a he's a Florida Gator, I believe. I forgot. That's going to be like Rob Bolden going to LSU, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, um, now and now you're taking shots at. Rob <laughs> you're telling me, I'm, this, at least I'm taking shots at somebody that didn't go to Penn State, man. Hey, I I actually believed in Rob Bolden, so I'm I'm not myself there. Um, I did too. Look, I did. So so then they've got another road game after that, and if if 
this is a prove it year for Greg Schiano. I mean, if he can't get anything going this year, he's yeah. looking at maybe a dismissal. And so they got they got at Purdue, Penn State, at Wisconsin, at Rutgers when the mm-hmm. weather's starting to get crappy. This mm-hmm. is and then Michigan State at home, Minnesota at home, at Michigan. I mean, yeah. the last six weeks is brutal for Ohio State. Uh, yeah, um, I do not see how these lines makers are making that ten and a half. I just can't see it. Um, you also another thing that you're overlooking: Rutgers' new OC, Kirk Sharaka. Huh? Huh? Hmm? Hmm? Penn yeah. State. No, okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. I mean, you can't, there's only so much you can do with that offense. Let's let's yeah. let's yeah. be honest. This is the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Everyone's journey is different, and we are honored to guide you to the best relationship with this incredible plant. Have questions? Google Cureleaf PA or stop by one of our 18 locations across the Commonwealth. All right, so we're two down. You're going under 10.5 Michigan, under under 10.5 Ohio State. So now let's go. We got to go to Penn State and see what you think. I got him up. I've already done this once before. I know. Well, yeah, it, it, it's, been, Mc, it's been a little Mc, while. You, you have the right to change your mind. Yeah, with uh, you know, I wasn't even. It was February. I didn't know they were going to ask me to do this. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. it was with Matt McGloin, who's a great guy, and that lacquerhead guy he works with. I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't know that guy. And I, you know, I said I don't know eight and four, and they went oh, you know, <laughs> I'm like, you know, because no one's picking them eight and four, and I, I just it's off the top of my head, and I wasn't. It, it, I just think it's it is silly doing this. I know this time of year, but we're doing it because. But we're people, really it's more not so much what we think, but we're kind of reacting. We're reacting almost yeah. as much to the to the wind totals that have been set. As yeah, we are this is own. this is different because Vegas has posted this, right? And if you think you know what you're doing, you're going to wager on it now rather than right. later. So this is different. There's a reason to do this. So anyway, that was February. This is May. West Virginia night game, seven thirty. Yeah, I see Todd Blackledge on the call. Is that right? He's yeah. their yeah, he's their lead uh, analyst, I think. You know, how do you feel about Drew Aller in that situation? And and are you are you are you solid with the offensive line? Do you believe they're going to? Yeah, be- and, and West Virginia's defense. I did I did look a little look at what they did last year. Yeah. It's it's not great, man. No, it's, I know that they're going to give up yards and points, and it's it's just not a great matchup. It's a there. good ease in for him. You certainly wouldn't pick against them in that game. No. They've got a lot more coming back. So now that's Delaware it, the next week. Come on, <laughs> blue hands. Cubby uh, Raymond was that the coach? Like Cubby Raymond, I can't. Seventies or the eighties? Well, who what yeah, was he, he coaching was, there? He was there in the seventies, eighties, nineties, and aughts. Man, he was there when we moved here. I always um, get him conf- confused with Gene Rayburn, Tubby Raymond, and Gene Rayburn. It's not easy with the microphone. The microphone doesn't. Even- <laughs> You know, we should get one everyone's like, what are these idiots talking about? We should get one of those microphones for those extra long ones. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like They're that? almost like he yeah. was almost talking into like a pointer? Like, yeah, like no a, one. Had a, yeah. Has anyone had that mic anywhere else? That was a gene. Really and every, wasn't he wasn't everyone at match game like so drunk that they, they could bear that he had to repeat like every every question. You're thinking of the the, the match game PM match uh, game PM. They were yeah. who was it? Who, what, what game show did Gene Rayburn do? That was it, the match game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But That's, they only got drunk. They were all, they were all, they were all hammered drunk, though. Yeah, Why? yeah. The, the, well, Charles Nelson Riley acted like he was drunk even when he wasn't drunk. But 
so, you know, they're 2-0 and they're going to Illinois. Illinois is going to have a different situation. They have some confidence going. Mm-hmm. They're physical. And this is where mm-hmm. Penn State, this is where Penn State's Waterloo could come. And Matt McGloin is worried about this juncture at Illinois, mm-hmm. coming from Iowa. Mm-hmm. When, when, when you see two physical teams back to back, that's where you get a little bit concerned. Now, it's not like it would be if it was Illinois at home and at Iowa. Uh, so you can see them negotiating this, but I think it is is a potential problem, especially if they lose at Illinois and then they got to face Iowa. Iowa is always the same team. They never change. And even yeah. though Brian Ferentz now has Cade Mac- McNamara at quarterback, <laughs> you you can see him screwing. They up. are not losing to Iowa. I will. You got, you could say what you want to say that game, but they're still going to be, they're going to be so mad about the crowd booing them and Ferentz talking crap about their players, faking injuries. I'm telling you that game is going to, that's going to be a route. It won't be close. How about Ferentz starting to, you know, defending his son, defending yeah. this nepotism. It's just getting, it's I've just been getting. trying to get Scott Dockerman to write this story because there's so many parallels between yeah. this and and Joe I and I have a Jake. funny feeling you might be right. Joe and Jay Paterno is, might is be writing this the week before the game. I'm gonna bet oh, yeah. I you gotta you gotta get Jay to talk about it. I'm gonna try to get Jay to talk about it. <laughs> and I've got a relationship with Jay. We okay. we have a cordial relationship. I talked to him a couple months ago and okay and, and I think he would speak frankly about it. I do and and okay. here's the thing both had about the same level of experience at that at the OC uh-huh. uh, staff position going in like none. Why do they have this job except for daddy? The, the difference is that people forget that Jay actually fixed the problem there for a little while with both Mike Robinson and Daryl Clark in 05 and 08. They were pretty good offensive teams. They were. Talking about spread HD, I believe, sir. Spread <laughs> the spread HD, high diversity. Uh, and, and he had, Brian Ferentz has done nothing. Brian Ferentz has gotten worse over time. So this is his proven moment. I mean, you got, you got an established experienced quarterback. You got a, you got a bunch more tight ends. Can you produce some points here? At least like 26, 28 points a game. Mm-hmm. We're not asking for 40, just enough to support, which is almost always a really good defense year in and year out. I just think between Dave, I just think between everything you said about their limitations on offense and the way that Papa Bear has kind of handled the situation. Also, I I don't think I just think that it's not so much Penn State's players because two years ago there's been a lot of turnover. But the way they lost that game, Clifford got hurt. Um, James kind of didn't they didn't have the right quarterback ready to go in. It should have been Veyu. Uh, and the, the complaining about the, the 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 you know the injuries because Iowa wanted to go up tempo on offense is hilarious. But um, I just <laughs> I think that Penn State's coaching staff is going to be out for blood. Do you remember the 2017 Michigan game at home? Uh, the year oh, after the 42 to 13 game where yeah, where but so the year before Harbaugh ran it up in a 49 to 10 demolition the year before remember at the end of that game when Penn state was up 42, 13, yeah, he ran it up and Tommy in, said, they were running yeah. a no huddle running game to try and score again. <laughs> Har- they, said they, afterwards, they, they ran out of time at like the four yard line. You know, I, I went to the Michigan locker room afterward just to ask Harbaugh that question. He goes, we had it coming. We had it coming. <laughs> well, and then in 2008, 
He was calling timeouts, trying to, or he was trying to shut out Penn State. They yeah. beat a 42-7 out there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just saying, James can say what he wants about this game. Mike Yersich is probably still mad about it. I know all the defensive coaches are and, mad. And it's going to be a drunk fest because <laughs> it's just yes. been named, it's just been labeled as an 8 o'clock CBS. Game. I feel pretty good about Penn State's chances in that game. So, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Going. You would. But uh, would you give them one loss at that point for Illinois? I think that seeing, seeing that it's true. Alex, I understand. I understand the case for a, a rough ride, uh, the case for a rough ride for Penn state. Um, I, you know, it's weird, Dave, <clears throat> uh, Penn state under Franklin usually is pretty good out of the gate. Um, they, you know, they, they, when they have the hiccups, but at the start of the year, I mean, they, you know, even two years ago in 2021, they won at Wisconsin when I didn't give them a chance in that 16 to 10 game that Graham Mertz ruined. But I just feel like their defense, <laughs> that their defense is good That's enough twice. if they have to, to win that game. That's twice you've disparaged Mertz. I'm not done. I'm not done disparaging him. He's either. not even here but, anymore. You know, I'm just saying, I think their defense might be good enough if they need to, to win that game at Illinois. All right. All right. So. You give them a half a loss at this point mm-hmm. by for for spread. it is it is gonna be a test, purposes. a legit yeah. test. I yeah. Although I thought Auburn would be a test last year, and that, I, that didn't go my I life. think Ohio State is vulnerable and I think they could sneak up on them simply because they got, you know, at Northwestern, which is a grease fire. September 30th. Five, and, yeah. and Massachusetts, right. a, a strange mid schedule non-con plus candidate. they'll have a bye week to prepare for UMass at home so that's good <laughs> um, <laughs> who do we know we know someone who went to UMass Adam though. Brenneman that's right Adam Brenneman yeah you gotta have him on you gotta have him the, the podcast I'll get, I'll, he's that. a busy guy I'll see if I could track him down for that one to, to, to get him on the podcast Adam who, who's your money on who are you who gonna do you, the who, where's your loyalty at you were an all-american at UMass come on who are you taking, <laughs> you taking the points great. Uh, so they got that running into Ohio State, which is good. Yeah, I would say overall the schedule toughness runs Michigan easiest, Ohio State toughest, Penn State in the middle someplace. Because I love I love the positioning of that Ohio State game, which is hasn't always been good for Penn State. They've they've had Ohio State in some tough circumstances either before or after. This time they got a buy in UMass and Indiana at home after it. It's which really a double buy. They're coming off a two week, like like a three ideal. week rest. Yeah, which is ideal. But they get some work, so that's okay. good. You're not completely rusty. That's okay. ideal to to go to that trip to Columbus. You can concentrate on it. You can and at Northwestern before that, it shouldn't really be that tough a game. You, no, you never right. know on the road, but it shouldn't be that tough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love the way this the mid part of the schedule goes for for Penn State once yep. they get through Iowa, mm-hmm. until you get to Michigan. At home, yeah, on November 11th, um, which comes, you know, they've never had any trouble really with Maryland during the Mike Loxley era too much. Um, they've they've had moments where they look like Maryland could. I, I always thought that that Maryland's Maryland's asset is their speed. They've got mm-hmm. speed at the the skill positions, and they've got talent uh, across the board. Two is coming back. So they'll be experienced with speed, but I never feel like they can hang physically with Penn State, uh, no matter what. Uh, I would guess that's going to be a night game if Maryland's any good at all. So that might uh, be a tester. 
Well, I mean, I know that there's a new contract out, but traditionally you weren't allowed to the night game in, in November is it's hard to do. I know that I know that there's a new rule, but prior to this year, that couldn't be really, I don't think, a night game because of both teams had to agree, right? Wasn't that the rule in November because of cold weather? You have so many entities now. Yeah, I, I know that Ohio State's playing a November night game. So I, with, I, with NVC involved, that I don't yeah. think it's going to be avoidable, and no one seems to care. We haven't had any disaster. When they <laughs> first started those rules, everyone yeah. was envisioning snowstorms in November. Night, but really hasn't happened. You know, there are top games on this schedule, and you cannot discount at the end at Michigan State. I don't think the odds makers will respect Penn State enough I think they're going to put this line at nine and a half. Mm-hmm. And I think it should be probably, I should think, I, I think they should have a little more respect than that. I think they should probably. Yeah. So Dave, just before you, before you say anything else, one of the reasons, so when they set these lines, they're always going to be halved, right? They don't want any pushes. So that's why when you said 10 for Ohio state, it wasn't really feasible because they don't well, want to know no, that. I don't want to know that. If you, if yeah. you can't, you know what I mean? It's going to be a half. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I think for sure they're going to make it nine and a half. And I, I think it's a pretty tough schedule with a rookie quarterback. So I'm going to, I'm going to say nine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go under. All right. You, you, you're going under in all, yeah, I am. I am. all three games under 10 and a half for Michigan, uh, under 10 and a half for Ohio state under nine and a half for Penn State. I, uh, I, you didn't I, tell me what, what it was. What is it, Penn State? It's nine and a half. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. That's right. Yeah, I knew it. That's right. Okay, buddy. Um, I think uh, I would I would bet the over nine and a half this year at Penn State. All right, all right. I would. Um, and I just think the way that the schedule is and the fact that Ohio State's looking a little bit more mortal this year with the yeah. quarterback issue and, and yeah. their, their defensive issues. And Michigan's second half of the schedule, I think, I think, you know, probably if you line them up, you know, if you line up each team's best 50 players, probably Michigan's the team that might, on a neutral field, pique my interest the most. But I, I just think, uh, I think that of all the teams, I think their schedule is pretty challenging during the second half of the season. Um, and I, Penn State's just going to have to decide whether or not they want to. They're going to play with the big boys. I think they have the team to do it this year. I think I think they're going to get one of these two teams this year, Michigan or Ohio State. I'm not sure which one it is. But I could see I could see a world in which Penn State wins 10, 10 wins 10 games and you're right. And you're good. I mean, what what happens if they what happens if it's 2016 again and they all what they all win 10 or whatever? That's what I that's what I see here. I see a mad yeah. scramble here. Well, uh, I was looking at that and thinking, man, it could be this could be another 2016 play out if these teams kind of look the way we think they're gonna look, because they're none of them look like to me, they all look like they have a weakness that they're going to have to. Yes. And, and, I, and I know that one of them is going to emerge, but look, I, if could, I, I could see a 2016 year playing out real easy. And uh, and that's that's when I say that, that means Penn State's going to win. I, th- I think that they're going to win at least 10 games this year. Well, I do. Okay. Now, this is what I want to see. And if I see it, I'm with you. Uh, and I know we're going long. I just got to finish here. That Okay. If I see that Drew Aller has has settled into his seat. Mm-hmm. Through that Illinois game and that the Illinois Iowa juncture there, the at yeah. Illinois Iowa juncture, and then he looks confident. 
then I'm with you, man. I th- I think there's no limit to what these guys can do, but it's right. a huge but. And people are just assuming that right. a rookie quarterback who didn't very get very much work last season and could have, and I think should have, is just going to ease into the seat and start start firing. It doesn't work that way. Uh, I, I think he should have gotten more work. I've said this before mm. uh, in, in tough situations, as J.J. McCarthy did. And I think it served J.J. McCarthy well until that TCU game. But he played very well last year until that game. It was a couple of mistakes. I think Drew Aller should have gotten that opportunity. He did not. And I think there's going to be a learning curve. I just do. Well, make the um, same argument for the Ohio State kid, too. I mean, he yeah, didn't sure. meaningful football I either. I do not so. believe in... Is it McCord? Is he going I to be do the not court? believe in Ohio State this year simply because I think they're questioning themselves. So, you know... If push comes to shove, I gotta I gotta pick Michigan again. I probably will. We'll see. We'll see how this shakes out. It, things can be so much different yeah. in in October, let alone like August. I mean, or August, let alone October. I and mean, we could we could have different opinions in August, but right now this yeah. is what it's at. What I'll say is this: if if they if Penn State can start and, and get through the early challenges, regard almost I don't want to say regardless what happens in the, at Ohio State, but uh, that Penn State Michigan game at Penn State, if it's if they got one loss or or whatever that is, that atmosphere is going to be something. And Michigan on the road, they, they're just not as they're not as dangerous on offense um, as Ohio State was last year when they just kind of they, they 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 just went crazy um, like they did against Georgia. They just went went crazy. I'm tr- I'm trying to think, Bob. Have we seen Michigan Penn State in the Harbaugh era? Where both teams are really good and want, and both teams were were close to each other. I don't know that you can say. No, that. you know what we haven't. Um, Penn State in 2018 traces last year they had already got dinged. At, Michigan was good at least until they played Ohio State, and then 2016, the year they won the Big Ten, they weren't ready early and they got yeah. trampled. Yeah, I get. I guess you'd say 2019 is the closest they've been, and it was 21 nothing. Off, that they had to hold off Michigan at the end. They got the early lead and then had to hold them off. Yeah, um, I, I, I could see a world in which this, this Penn State Michigan game. I know Michigan's. I, mean, I think. I just think Penn State's. I think Penn State's got a lot going for it this year, and and uh, hopefully if they if they can get through for them, hopefully for them if they can get through September, um, it's going to be a very interesting second half. That, I mean, it really get real interesting in the second half. It, I just, you could argue you could argue they could win eleven games. You could argue. I that. just want to see the passing game established by the yeah. time they get through that at Illinois yeah. Iowa juncture, and if it's not, then they got trouble. I, I want to see Aller confident. And I want to see the offensive line competent and good pass blocking because he's not he's not terribly mobile. And I think he needs that. I think he's like Christian Hackenberg that way. It's like he's not going to be able to move out of trouble like like even you, you can say you can say whatever you want. But about Sean Clifford, but he was fairly elusive. I mean, he made some incredible plays. Remember the play at Michigan State? Um, yeah, he made some plays no. in the Rose Bowl with his feet yeah. too, to extend yeah. plays as well. I mean, he's, he he's, I think he's been a fairly mobile quarterback. Certainly, uh, Trace McSorley was incredible that way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a different animal, and people are not used to seeing a guy who's more yeah. like Hackenberg, uh, Anthony Morelli, uh, not not terribly able to get out of trouble. And I want to see that too. So we'll see. 
Yeah. So Dave, in, so, uh, so similar question in a, in a match race, Sean Clifford, Trace McSorley and Matt Seneca, who wins? <laughs> Can't believe you didn't put Morelli in there. <laughs> hey, lay off Morelli. We, you, 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 why don't you lay off Morelli and then maybe I'll lay off Graham Mertz. Why don't you young, lay off young Seneca? <laughs> All right. I think this was like a pretty long podcast, but worth it because- yeah. Pretty long. Now I know how you're thinking. You went under in all three. I think I I was over Penn State, but I would I would lean under Ohio State and under Michigan. I think 2016 we could be reliving it if 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 they, it could easily be one of those because I don't see a team that's that's really that much better than maybe the other two. No, right? and I question Ohio State right now. Yeah, I think you have to. And I picked I picked them. I picked Michigan both the last two years to win to win the uh, division. They did, and I don't see any differences yet you can't yet but we'll see, we'll see what 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 ryan day does why don't you just go to michigan jones and just stay there go to ann arbor and stay there that's what that's what we want you know i got a call from lloyd carr <laughs> all right we gotta save that for another podcast <laughs> i got a call and then he then i answered and he'd already hung up i'm not sure what happened <laughs> after after the ohio state game two years ago all right Harper, i got a we're call gonna, like, we're gonna revisit that 15 you, minutes after the minute do you have his cell phone number yeah, he had mine too. You got to call him. You got to call, call him. Call. For the I Ohio called State him back. Game. I called him back like an hour later because I didn't see the call until until you know I was I was I was. He was already yeah, he was yeah. already bar hopping. He was celebrating the big <laughs> win. Come on, you cannot, if you're gonna get you got to get him early. You can't get him late. From what I've heard, I don't think he's in any shape to bar hop oh, at this point. I was just joking, people. I, I have no idea. Anyway, all, all right. right, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Later. This has been the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live.